A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, Cockalorum, everybody. Welcome to the Football Rebel Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Chelsea host Arsenal and Liverpool go to Spurs this weekend. It's Friday, 4th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Dimitri Andaraja. And I'm Andy Raffle. It's Friday again. I told you we'd get here. <laughs> We're on our way, Andy Brassel. Hooray! Hoorah, Jim Campbell. Yay. And give it plenty, Vish. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Nobody That's the Weekend Eagle. <laughs> Soaring over the plane. I love it. Yeah. The Weekend Eagle. Something we can all get uh, behind there. Gentlemen, is a lot of football happening this weekend. As if the weekend couldn't be any more exciting. We've got a big dollop of football. What are you looking forward to this weekend, Brassel? Well, there are so many sexy games on Sunday. Sexy. And as you know, as the key shaker, mm. the weekend isn't over, well, probably until Monday morning, let alone Sunday night. I'm looking forward to Betis Sevilla. When's that? On Sunday night. Uh-huh. It's going to be fantastic. Obviously, it was my game of the week on Why OTC. did you go to him first? <laughs> to get this out of the way. <laughs> also, Wait, you're going last, so make sure it's a good one. <laughs> also, with, you know, when we do our game of the week on OTC, yes. we recommend some food. Mm. I think you can't have enough food for that. My house is going to be stacked with tapas. You won't be able to get in the door. Cool. I'm going to get David Cartledge on board to recommend some go. stuff. You know, he's a genius baker, by the way. I do, yeah. Sounds yeah. like Henry VIII would be very uh, happy in that Yeah, de- def- definitely. Mm-hmm. And obviously Pellegrino. Uh, Pellegrini doing his stuff as well. He's there, is he? Yeah. Is he going to shut his noise if he gets too late? <laughs> He's even older now. Sam Pauli would tell him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You're very old so-and-so. He, uh, two, two things about that. David Cartledge is a very good baker. He won the ESPN's uh, Bake Off. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Two years in a row. Yeah. And uh, secondly, all that tapas, there's a lot of washing up in it. Mm. Oh. Small little bowls. Do you fancy coming over Sunday? A lot of yeah. ramekins. He needs a dishwasher. Do you fancy it? <laughs> <laughs> I actually quite like washing the dishes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Find it quite therapeutic. For a bit. Um, Andy, I think that game will close the weekend, actually, because Monday morning is famously not the weekend, unless it's a bank holiday Monday. Okay. But yes, a good start, though. Jim, what about you? I'm looking forward to any um, striker who is eligible for England who isn't quite <laughs> sure if they're going to be on the plane or not yep. in, yeah. a, in a situation where they could shoot or they could pass what they're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that there's, there's, there's a lot of there's yes. a lot of them around yeah and there's there's a, a lot of them talking themselves up yes mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm i'm intrigued by the body language yeah 
of that and the psychology of it. Because it's so obvious that England have the the starting striker. It really Mm. is for that backup role, isn't it, that uh, everyone's buying for? You can see when players are desperate for a goal as well. It Mm. it changes the way they play the game. It makes them rush decisions and and just, you know, um, get a little bit head down. So we'll see if that affects anyone. Mm. Love that. What about you, Vish? I am looking forward to um, every 50-50 this weekend being uncontested (laughs) as people look towards the World Cup. (laughs) Yeah, And it'll be kind of like a moment where two players Mm -hmm. running into each other and and they're both in the same national team whether that's for England Mm -hmm. or someone else yeah mate have it give me the next one is this this the weekend to play all your Scottish players is that what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) you've got any in there get them out Uh, if I'd like up to this is the first weekend where all players in the Premier League have been Scottish okay didn't know Pep Guardiola had so many (laughs) oh that'd be rotten wouldn't it yeah just enlist all of them yeah I'm looking forward to uh, Mitrovic showing everybody who's the real top dog in uh, in Premier League striking terms at uh, the Etihad on the weekend. Uh, more on that soon enough, perhaps everybody. But first off, we go to Chelsea versus Arsenal. It's Sunday. It's midday. Arsenal scraped, scraped, scraped. Yeah. To a one nil win over FC Zurich last night. Um, but they did finish top of their Europa League group. Did you see that footage? of all the FC Zurich fans piling through um, wherever it was, North London, I assume. Yeah, sort of around it's very near where I live. All uh, wearing the black tops. Yeah, it was... Um, and I thought you meant to be neutral, lad. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was It was mad it in was. North London. It was really, really loud. Mm. Um, a friend of mine works in a restaurant around there. That they, they graffitied the toilets. Did they? Uh, but yeah, they were genuinely like just on a you know, tear up, which mm. I was very shocked by. They were incredibly loud in the stadium. Is that like the worst the they did were... though? I mean, that's obviously not good, but I yeah, mean, I, I, as far as I've heard, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I don't really know anything else, but it was, it was absolutely mad. I was not expecting it. Mm. Um, and it, it affected the atmosphere in the ground massively. They were so loud, just sort of coordinated flares and stuff. It was surprising. They had a, they had a lovely time. Yeah. Could have been lovelier though. Yeah, the game, boy the game, the game was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> our, our Scottish player got there involved. There you are, you yeah. see. That's what you could take. Something to play for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did finish top of their group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a Macbeth-style thing, isn't it? Don't say his name. Yes, true. Just the Scottish player. Um, but didn't he? he? He was seen playing with a ripped shirt later on in the game. Yeah, I, mean, I think as a Zurich player... A bit more Braveheart. Yeah. I have to say, I didn't actually see this happen because mm. it was down the other end of the pitch from where we're sat. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite Braveheart, isn't it, if we're yeah. going to... If we're going to go down that road, he yeah, dies, at the, a, it it dies fa- at the end of Braveheart, doesn't he? Well, I mean, famous, eventually, I would imagine. Famously or infamously, yeah. 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 Well, Kieran Tierney. Who knows what happened at the end of the day? He's he's still alive. Kieran Tierney is still alive. When he came out in the second half with the face paint, I thought that was a bit much. (laughs) There's Um, a car in Braveheart, by the way. I've heard this, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's 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 easy to find. One best picture at the Oscars. Right there, we are. You see, he's got to shove a car in there. Uh, well, Chelsea, of course, were in uh, European action this week. They beat uh, Dinamo uh, Zagreb 2-1. Mason Mount awarded man of the match in that game. Uh, much to the disapproval of, of his teammates, it would uh, it would appear. Uh, uh, young Mason said, the lads have been battering me the last couple of games. I've got man of the match as I don't as they don't think I deserved it. I, so, love, I love the way one of the criticisms about Mason Mount is yeah. exactly this. Te- teacher's pet. Yeah, exactly. Teacher, <laughs> yeah. Teacher's pet. Yeah. You know, his performances get a little bit overblown, yeah. you know, despite the fact that his, num- like his raw numbers aren't that good, even though obviously he's an exceptional player. Yeah. And also his teammates did think yeah, that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting, the players getting on board with the fans, yeah. belatedly? Yeah. Huh. I know what you mean. Sounds like you? a weird dressing room, that, doesn't it? Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I'm just worried that they batter him too much and then and he's another 
England player that could be out for the World Cup. <laughs> Stay fit, Mason, for crying out I, loud. I don't think they're physically attacking him. Let's hope or not. Are you Jim. worried that their banter will injure him? Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, people seem to think he needs to be wrapped in cotton wool. I'm not one of those people. He seems fairly robust. He should have got man of the match anyway. For, he was very caring, I thought, at the end when he went over to see how Ben Chilwell was. I thought that was lovely. That was lovely. And of course, that is a worry for England as well because yeah. Ben Chilwell's yeah. injury um, is, 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 not, uh, is, not, is not good news uh, for England or Chelsea, of course. Both teams go into this game um, off the back of very uh, differing results in, in the league. Chelsea, of course, lost 4-1 to Brighton, whereas Arsenal beat Forest 5-0. So this should be a fairly routine win for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Mm. I, I don't see any other possibility, really. Yeah. Um, hmm. you've, just, be... you've just done that to upset Jim. He has. Yeah. Oh, that's he ever does anything for. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> My whole life. Uh, but, I mean, I think that Arsenal, they've... They've got reason to, to to go into. I mean, they're ten whole points above Chelsea. Yeah, I think. Why not actually, make it thirteen? Well, that is very much going to be the plan, Marcus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think this is a really it's one of the toughest tests yet. Obviously, um, obviously they would lost the game at Old Trafford, um, but played very well. Um, Liverpool at home obviously was Liverpool having problems, and the North London derby is is always frantic and chaotic sure. so it's hard to sort of draw a lot of conclusions from it but I think you know Chelsea the form they've been in I know they've stuttered a little bit lately and, and that you know that that winning run did come to an end two but, points in the last three games Chelsea it's yeah. not great no it, it's not but we've seen under Potter that they do have a lot about them and he's been experimenting isn't he he's not going to be playing Sterling and Pulisic as, as wing backs in this game I would imagine you'd, so, ho- you'd hope so you'd, well, like, yeah, well yeah maybe he will uh-huh. um, so I, th- I th- this, you know it being an away game as well this is a I, th- I think this is the toughest test Arsenal have faced this season so far. Ooh. But you say, you say Jim, I that, that yeah. I mean, it's easy to say with the results in mind, but sure. I mean, you, you say that you know there are circumstances with Liverpool and Spurs, etc., etc., and you can't really judge anything by that. I think you exactly can judge Arsenal by those because with Arsenal, when you look at them going to Old Trafford and losing that game, for example, yeah. that was the point earlier in the season where you thought this is Arsenal. It's not about ability is about psyching themselves out at yeah. the wrong moment mm. and actually it seems that they've overcome that barrier as the season has, has gone on yeah. so that would make me feel quite confident about them going into this for example well one of the things they have to over- they've had to overcome is essentially getting better results in the bigger games and they've done that at home so far but away mm-hmm. have been found <clears throat> wanting a little bit so this is a again a really good opportunity to test themselves in that environment well and losing away to Old Trafford has become somewhat of a recent tradition for Arsenal yeah, but yeah. I think Arteta would have used that and said right no 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 that is that's old us that's not new us and yeah. of course last season at Stamford Bridge they, they where, where, where Arsenal would often go and play alright actually and but, but, but become come away with nothing they went there and won so it was, it was quite an impressive uh, impressive performance uh, Gabriel Martinelli has been one of the um, uh, well, there's been a lot of impressive performers for for Arsenal this season. But he's he's been perhaps one of the standout ones. He was yeah. asked this week whether he will sign a new contract at Arsenal, and he simply said, "They just need to get a pen." It's very relaxed around there these How days. It's that? not as stressful as it once was. Yeah. Indeed, and that's good, Vish. You know, you want it to be relaxed. You don't want stress. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because I think um, the fact that Arsenal stuck by—I mean, obviously they weren't going to get rid of him, but. He often talks about that period where he was in, where he was out for about a year, wasn't he? And he says that the club like went above and beyond mm. to look after him because obviously, like you, you know, hugely talented player, a lot of potential. They're always going to look after him in, in certain ways, but I think he felt like more. There was a lot more mm. of a personal touch. But he's a young man away from home, exactly. and, and also yeah, well, doesn't well, have the experience of being yeah. a twenty six and twenty seven year old thinking. All right, well. 
you know, all being well, a bit of money in the bank already, you know, because they are human beings. You've got to think about these things, but thinking, you know, I will come back. You know, there are contracts. Yeah. I know how this kind of works a little bit, but he, he's still very young, of course. And this was, you know, you know, in the recent past. Yeah. So, so they needed to look after him and they obviously yeah. have. Yeah, they, yeah, they have. Even one of the things, uh, I know it's not like a big deal, but I was really struck by how quickly he learned English Yeah, and how comfortable he was English openly very quickly. I think they, they've obviously got a good teacher because... Um, who was it went to play for Real Betis? Uh, Hector Bellerin. Hector Bellerin. I mean, he sounded like a local pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. But, more of that, please. Yeah, but evidently, like, he um, he feels so attached to them and it's it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It's, it's stupid to say this because obviously he will... Yeah, but yeah, obviously he will go and play for another team. But already you can imagine him being, like, quite a bit... As close as we can get to a lifer in Monday football. That, that's mm. it. I mean, as, as an outsider looking at Arsenal, this is the bit where it feels like the atmosphere around Arsenal has discernibly changed. Because, to me... I'm not expecting. I'm. I'm not counting the days until he joins Manchester City. Yeah. <laughs> and al- also, with them meeting Pierre Emerick Aubameyang tomorrow, for Ooh, example, yeah. it's like I think should they even give a shit about that? Yeah. Probably not. You it's mentioned the PEA one. word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, but it is the Aubameyang derby. Apparently so. Yeah. It's. It's funny. You're right though, Andy. This feels like the kind of the least needily. Um, ex-player playing for Chelsea against Arsenal that we've okay. seen. I mean, he might score a hat-trick now well, and then like okay. doing do an Adebayor well, he, to the away fans. But Arsenal fans seem to have been left rather annoyed at a recent appearance in a BT Sport advert where Aubameyang said, Arsenal, nothing personal. I'm back. I'm blue. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. It's exactly He's the talking sort to of... You, Jim. Apparently so, yeah. But this is exactly the sort of thing Arteta didn't want in his dressing room, right? Yeah. What, and what, and well, if he wants to, yeah, absolutely spot on. Turning yeah. up with his Chelsea kit, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't need that. Do yeah. Yeah, he, but you, you are right, though, yeah. uh, to, to, to say that. And, and we talked about the relaxed atmosphere and the stress and so on. Aubameyang, enormously talented player. No one could ever argue that. His stats back mm. that up. But he does bring a little bit of a circus and a bit of stress to proceedings. I don't even think it's circus. I, if you look at some of the things that Bamiang has done, true, circuses can be enjoyable. Yeah, well, well actually, I don't know. Circuses are rubbish, aren't they? I agree. Uh, yeah. They can be impressive to an extent. You see them uh, when they jump from the bars, and all? unless they're an animal doing that, no. Okay, and that, and we wouldn't, and we certainly wouldn't uh, encourage that. I don't know. If you saw a cartwheeling elephant, that'd be pretty jokes. <laughs> if it was doing it of its own, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. Well, you'd have to train it first. Vish, Vish, listen to what I'm saying and just yeah. agree with me. Okay? Yeah. Okay. If it ran the circus itself, yeah, yeah. And it's if a were, part shareholder, yeah. And if they were paid minimum wages, or, or that has or above, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or above, um, then good, yeah. Yes, okay. And then he did a cartwheel. Brilliant. Back, I love that. But back to the stress. Man. What was I talking about? <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. So um, I, I think with a, with Abamio, I wouldn't even say it's like a, a particularly attitude thing. He is a teenager's idea of cool. Yeah, and a lot of the things he a lot of the things he does are affected in in ways that like even stuff like that. I think yeah, I, I, I just think it's a bit naff. I don't I, I don't even. Well, it's when him. you get to his age. Yeah, I don't even yeah. judge him for it. I'm a bit like, oh, like, do you need to do that? Like, it's yeah. just like, it's so silly. Mm. I and think I think he's... the thing that would might, might hurt him is exactly what Jim said in terms of. Mate, we've moved on. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have moved on. Uh huh. And yeah, and uh, but I mean, if they can shut him out as well, that would be yeah. That would that would, that would be testament to but, the good work as well. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's scored what is it three goals mm-hmm. for Chelsea? But they've been good finishes. Yeah. There was there was a sharpness lacking from his game towards mm-hmm. the end of his time at Arsenal because he I think he kind of checked out a little bit mentally mm-hmm. and even his timekeeping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he missed the North London derby because yeah. he was late getting there, which is uh, absolutely mad as um, captain. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that was a bit before this kind of. 
period, but that was clearly what started it. Um, but he's, you know, he's he's still a very very sharp goal scorer, and, yeah. and they're good. it'd be foolish to take him for granted. I think. I, I, I feel glad you said that because I was really missing tense Jim over yeah. the last couple of. Oh, minutes. that will mm. it's going to take. I think Arsenal might need to win the league every year for about ten years. <laughs> and if you lean over and grab a, an, an appropriate piece of flesh, you'll find he's very tense. <laughs> um, Tottenham versus Liverpool on Sunday at four thirty. Uh, it's it's been a big week for both clubs. It's fair yeah. to say. Um, and Harry Kane's been awarded the freedom of the city of London, and Jurgen Klopp was awarded the freedom of the city of Liverpool. So are they going to march on each other? I think they're going to Birmingham. I think they're going to do. I think they're. Gonna, <laughs> I think they're going to sing uh, "Freedom." by Wham and they're going to jostle for who's Andrew Ridgely and who's George Michael <laughs> um, I think Klopp will win out in that one but uh, but yeah a lot of a lot of freedom so, so that, that means Harry Kane now has the right to um, to sort of herd and drive sheep over uh, London Bridge and, and cattle as well and it does not just sheep couldn't um, make the um, traffic any worse could it it couldn't Andy it really couldn't uh, I mean, I, I, he should do that he should some yeah. sort of I don't know Feels like an extin- like extinction rebellion. Thing. Some sort of Ooh. silly YouTube block the traffic with sheep. Yeah, should like put on a Harry Kane mask and then bring get the sheep over the bridge and go. Oh, there you go, something like that. There you go, YouTubers. You have got an idea? For yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm often influencing what you do. Beast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I would just like someone to put that. If Harry Kane went, no, no, I, I want to give this. Yeah, a I go. want to actually take advantage of this yeah, they'll go, get oh. it wrong so he'll, he'll inadvertently get like a load of gnats because Charlie Kane would have fucked it up gnats <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the first thing I could think of I thought, be- I thought beavers but yeah. I quite like beavers okay yeah, yeah that'd be good that would be very good yeah um, um, it's going to be an interesting game isn't it it is um, Liverpool like conceding really early Spurs like scoring really late so mm-hmm. that's kind of ominous. Well, it is ominous. That sounds like it could be really dull then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it was an entertaining game last time. Uh, was it the last time they played? Was that Anfield the two all? It yeah. may well have been in the I league. I think it's going to be goals. Yes. Um, well, I, 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 and yeah, Liverpool. Obviously, they got their win over Napoli during the week. I mean, Napoli were already um, group winners. Really, we would have taken, I think, a four 0 loss uh, for them to be uh, usurped. But still, though, beating Napoli is no mean feat at all. And Spurs come off the back of that two one win over Marseille. Who, and they got their uh, top spot in the Champions League uh, group. Andy, you were at that game. Yeah, I mean, there's no comparison between these two games because Spurs and Marseille both really needed this game. Mm, yeah. And it was appropriately tense, where Liverpool versus Napoli are a little bit different. You know, yes. obviously great for Liverpool that they, they won. But What did you I, think of Spurs in that game? First half is one of the worst performances I've seen they from were anyone. They were absolutely season. nowhere. Kane was getting very annoyed and very isolated up top. It didn't help, of course, Son got that bad injury, which is a great shame. But, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, but, but even so, though, they didn't look like they were going to get the ball up there anytime soon. No, they, 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 they didn't. And this idea that I've heard um, trumpeted in some quarters, that it was all part of the... The Conte plan. No one plans to play no, like that no. in, a, in, a, in a half of football. And the thing is, if they were being ultra defensive, mm. they defended really badly as well. Yeah. Lorries had to be brilliant. Um, you know, that they were absolutely hanging on. Needed Kalasinac to miss that great chance. Jim Campbell. <laughs> one job, say Ed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 it's funny, the whole time yeah. you're thinking, Alexis Sanchez is going to do his former Arsenal thing and yeah. he was he was a pest for them for a lot of the game and then Kalasinac pops up and yeah. <laughs> what a chance yeah. I mean at one point it was Nuno Tavares put in and put Sanchez through for a chance he was like bloody hell this is <laughs> how, <laughs> how many, how many people did you have behind enemy lines I know right? there's quite a few <laughs> but of course them, and obviously Spurs you know they won it with pretty much the last kick of the game but the Marseille bench had reportedly been trying to 
get a message on the pitch to tell their players to hold on because the draw would have guaranteed them a Europa League spot. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and so they, they end up with nothing. So basically, Igor Tudor said in the last couple of minutes, yeah. and you could see him on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, the on re- the pitch. The Hilarious. reason I think he was on the pitch... He's just so flabbergasted. Because, no, because he said afterwards, he was telling the players, after Kolasinac missed that chance, save the draw, yeah. and we're in the Europa League. Mm. But some of the players said they heard it and they understood it. Mm. And some of the other players, like Chancellor Mbemba said, oh, no one said that to me. <laughs> so they, they were completely not on the same yeah. page, as you could tell from the way that they conceded that goal. I mean, I think, you know, if you're that close to the Champions League, mm. yeah, you've got, got to go for you, it. You've got to go for it. You can it. understand that with the crowd. But like it. Genduzzi yeah. said afterwards, you know, we should have been more mature. We were unprofessional. We yeah. should have held it after we missed that chance. But I, I, I think that's a, a bit revisionist. I to, do as well. To, to, to say that. But the fact is, though, that they they will feel aggrieved that they didn't win the game, let alone get a draw. And yeah. OK Spurs, they battled and they they managed to dig themselves out of a hole. But it wasn't that inspiring from top. No, it, it, it wasn't. And I, I felt that they... We can all talk about the way Conte wants to play football. Mm. But actually, to me, they've looked like they're on their hands and knees begging for the World Cup break for a long time now. And really, it's those... And that's just Harry Kane. Yeah, well, really, <laughs> it's, it's those senior players like Hoybier, um, Ben Tancourt, who's great, who are, are really pulling them mm-hmm. through that at the moment. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no dazzle. There's no pep to them at all. I, I think this will be a kind of two bold men fighting over a cone kind right, of game, I mean, to be the... perfectly honest, because neither of them are looking great, Nick. No, well, they don't. And and, and Liverpool, they won their last game. So are they, are they due a loss now? Is that how it works at the moment? They're sort of a bit stop-start? Yeah, they've, um, they're so, like, it's weird because you know exactly what Liverpool are trying to do. They're just not doing it very well. And you have this idea of what Spurs are going to do, but they're not doing that very well at all. And there is a bit, there is a lot more intention with Liverpool than there is with Spurs at the moment. And I'm not sure how that's going to manifest itself on Sunday, to be mm. honest. But, you know, Sun is the big loss. And they, I, I, I reckon they'll go there looking for a draw. Mm. And if they get it, they would have. it would be because Liverpool have messed up. Do you know not, what I mean? Not a terrible point. Um, Jurgen Klopp's been talking a good game, of course, as he does. And with regards to his uh, freedom of the city of Liverpool, he said, I'm not 100% sure, but one of the duties is to defend the city. Or in the past it was, I know they meant it differently, but I will, with words forever. Oh, he said with words, yeah. not with fists. <laughs> <laughs> you get to the Liverpool, the city gates. Oh, is that Jurgen Klopp? Go He's away. Just... <laughs> <laughs> We're closed. Oh, Jim, before we go to a break, you've got something in your hand. Go on, what's that? I do, it's an email from Abigail. Uh And Abigail says, following on from your animal pitch invasions episode, a bull moose recently interrupted a youth (laughs) soccer match in Wyoming, just in case you're interested, which we, Abigail, we very much are interested (laughs) in that. Um, So yeah, a... um, Exactly what happens. A big moose just runs runs onto a game, and the kids are like six year old girls, yeah. so they're all running away screaming. I mean, I'd and, be screaming. Yeah, but the moose just looks confused, really. Well, yeah, it's it's sort of, seen... as, as ever, it's like, oh, what's this? What it's trying to, he's waiting for a pass. You'd be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you running away? You'd a big man up top. You'd be scared. <laughs> Very much so. Moose are huge. Yeah. I know, but it's like. Stop pretending you wouldn't be. No, but like, would you not also be You're fascinated? a Londoner. If you see a big fox, you're a bit like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I quite like foxes. Right, um, but yeah, it's just because it looks quite because it's a rarity to see something like that. Yeah, and it looks it, it looks like it should be there. Do you know Not, what I mean? Yeah. When you watch the video, it's like quite sweet. It's confused. It's two attempts to get rid of it. One is from one single dog just going absolutely mad. Love that. Going, 
go piss off. How big's the dog? Uh, you can't see the dog, but it sounds like a small yappy dog. <laughs> right, and then okay. a, a man on an e-bike just sort of herds the moose away. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> Very weird. You can still listen to our guide to animal pitch invasions, of course. Just search for it in your podcast app and make sure you're subscribed while you're at it for that kind of nonsense. All right, let's have a quick break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show, everybody. Before we go any further, I want to tell you that tomorrow Lions Watch is back this week. Luke and I are joined by Alexis Guerreros from the Cooligans podcast, who offers some insight into the US men's national team ahead of the big match with England in just three weeks. He, he's very, very confident and very determined that the US uh, will beat uh, Old England. But that's out on the Football Ramble feed, so get your ears around that tomorrow. Uh, speaking of England, Andy... You've got an email. Yeah, it's from Tom. Well, it says it's from Tom, but it starts, Hi, gang, which makes me think it's from you. Oh. Um, anyway, apparently from 
uh, Tom, in inverted commas. Hi, gang. Just getting in touch <laughs> to let you know that I very much enjoyed how during when Wednesday's Ramble Reacts, it took approximately five minutes for the episode to be hijacked by Three Lions chat. Yeah. Vish's idea of the 55-man squad being whittled down day by day until we reached... Gareth's final selection. The only way to do this would be Big Brother eviction style where the person not making the squad is revealed sliding doors, booze, or cheers and ultimately Davina McCall having a chat with them on the sofa about their brief time in said squad. Dan Byrne, for example, would be welcomed with a chorus of cheers, mostly led by a topless Pete and a soul marker shouting we want Harry. What do you think? I'm up for I it. Like it. I like it. And that would be Harry Winks for me. <laughs> do you know where Harry Winks is? Well, he's not been playing. Sampdoria. Oh, right, Andy, I knew you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I know you can't see this, listeners, but my, my, my fingers were touching the roof because my hand was up so high. Yeah. Me, me, me. Uh, did you know Mason Mount over here? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to win the game, are you, loser? <laughs> did you know he's been on loan at Sampdoria? I heard, yeah. Is at he? least, at least really? Yeah, I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. Just, but apparently he's back in town. Because he's, he's got an injury, Andy. That's not funny. That's not right, funny. Okay. All right. Get in touch with us uh, if you've if you know what Harry Winks has been up to since he's been back. Show at footballramble.com. Well, or you can get in touch with us. Well, Andy will tell us. Yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Or tweet us at football ramble. Right, gentlemen. Uh, on Sunday at two p.m., it's Aston Villa versus Manchester United. Uh, my goodness, uh, Manchester United. They beat Real Sociedad one nil in the Europa League last night. It wasn't enough to finish top of their group, so uh, they will need to play an extra knockout round against the teams dropping down from the Champions League. When did that happen? Is that all? That's that, a new from last season. season. That was from last from season. Last that's season. right. Oh, that's right. Yes, because West Ham and, and they didn't have to do that. But the they? thing is, right? If you try and sell it to players as there is a small financial benefit to the club mm. for um, you know finishing top or um, you know, it's, it's like when you talk about you know finishing ninth instead of tenth in the Premier League. You can't pretend players give a shit about that kind no. of stuff. Whereas if you're offering them mm. two games off, that feels like something worth. Actually, it's something that your coach would rather have than the players, yeah. isn't it? Because the players yeah. would play every day if they could. But mm. you, you know, I, I think it's something really worth winning. And there was actually quite a lot of. I was I was working on a, a television broadcast of this, and there was quite a lot of chat about how. United didn't really go for it yeah. because a, a second a second goal obviously would have put them top and it didn't feel like they went full on to, to, to get it. So ha- playing Harry Maguire up top wasn't going on going for it. <laughs> I mean, if that's not going for it, Andy, I don't know what is. <laughs> if, to be honest, mate, if England start Harry Maguire up top in the World Cup, I'm not going to think they're going for it. Well, I think we need to fit him in somewhere. Um, it's one in the eye for the uh, the hopefuls like Ivan Tony, Callum Wilson, Danny yeah. Abraham. <laughs> you know, take three strikers, Kane, Rashford and Maguire. Perhaps you're nodding away there. But what did you think? Your beloved Manchester United will have to go into this uh, muggy little playoff. Um, I mean, you love football. It's a bit more football. Yeah, a bit more football. Obviously, the fixture list is quite congested anyway. Mm. But um, I don't know. We'll probably, they'll probably um, be like, oh, what was, a, what was the Champions League like? like mm. Yeah, oh, mate, it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It's but like, it's a couple more games for Ronaldo to start because that's what he often does in the Europa League. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he um, he missed what, he missed a chance yesterday, which I don't know if he was going to be ruled out for offside. And mm. the look on his face, I, he, he looks haunted yeah. every day, doesn't he? He does. He really wants out of there. And Paul Scholes described Manchester United's second half tactics as a little bit League One or League Two-ish. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I see that. But yeah. it's it's funny you talked about missing the Champions League, there, Vish. The teams they could get 
in the last 32 of the Europa League. Won't be Marseille, will it, Andy? Ajax, Barcelona, Juventus, Leverkusen, Mm. Salzburg, Sevilla, Shakhtar, Sporting. It's not exactly a fortnight. Well, it was off, nice while it? it lasted anyway. Nice <laughs> 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 to have some free space as we get into the latter half of the season. Yeah, but better news though for Manchester United was that the youngster Alejandro Garnacho scored. Um, looks a player. Yeah, he yeah. looks outstanding. Mm. Like very exciting and also quite grown up as well. Like he's been in around um, you know national team squads as well, and it's quite cool that he like. He he, I was always a little bit wary because he wasn't starting as much, and I wondered if like you know you're playing for Uruguay, not really playing as much for United. I was always kind of wondered if it was maybe an attitude thing, or if you know it wouldn't be the first youngster that United lost mm. under their noses. Um, but yeah, he, he looks very exciting. He adores Ronaldo, which I think is quite sweet. There's something about it which is like I, I, you know I just find quite cute. And he's what was it in training when he asked Ronaldo if he when he scored if he could do his celebration. Oh, that was rings it? a bell. Yeah, so someone said that the other day. Oh, the uh, the sleeping one, the old yeah. man one. Yeah, <laughs> that's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, or is it? I don't know. But mind you, the Real Sociedad mascot did piss take of uh, Ronaldo's celebration. Where the fuck I was knock him out? Yeah, I know. I thought this isn't out. happening to Messi, is it? No, it really. That is. must be quite hard to do because like, mascots have got quite chunky fingers. Yeah, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. So, but I think it was in the game last night with Garnacho. Actually, it's like seeing a Lego man trying to pick up a chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an intriguing thought, Andy. Um, but uh, Manchester United are reportedly eyeing up uh, Eric Chipo Moting as a replacement for Cristiano Ronaldo next season. Is someone leaking these for a laugh? I this don't... is like the Arnautovic thing all over again. Yeah, but Chipo Moting's a, it's a funny he's, one. But he's, he's not bad. Yeah, no, because... I see the thing with Chipo Moting is people, people are essentially like, oh God, how is this Stoke player played for all these good teams? It's like, no, no, no. It's like, how is this... Bayern player, player plays yeah. Remarkable yeah, because no one says that about Zerdan Shakiri, despite him doing the sum total of nothing since mm. since, since leaving there. Yeah. Chupa Moting has improved Bayern loads since he's come back into the team this loads. season. Loads. And he scored in six successive games. But it's not even the goals. The way he brings other people mm. into play, which would work really, really well for United. Yeah, I mean, would, people yeah. say all this shit about, oh, he's got a great agent and all the rest of it. Thomas Tuchel brought him to PSG for a reason because he mm. knew he could do a good job as not the first pick. Yeah. Now, if United are, are buying him as the the first pick, okay, maybe that's an, mm. an, an issue. He would be a phenomenal squad player for them. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Because also United also linked with Joe Felix. <clears throat> yeah. Which, which I'm... That'd be you think he's not got enough misery in his life at the moment? Oh, he, but I think he, I think he'd quite enjoy coming to us. I, well, please come, Joe, jo, if you're listening. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I think, I think Manchester United... I mean, Jim, your radar is usually best for this. Have they or are they becoming a banter club? I would, I would reject this notion. Mm. Uh, there is no such thing as a banter club. <laughs> Just banter dickheads. Right. <laughs> no one to uh-huh. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, well you I, got ratioed. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Many times I hear that. Um, Strange guy. The big. Uh, I'm not going to shag you, Vish. Um, the, the, the big news, of course, in this game is uh, that Unai Emery will take charge of, of Aston Villa mm. uh, for for his first game. Footage uh, has emerged this week of Big Unai taking a very active role in Villa's training sessions. And while on the ball in a tra- training session, he paused the drill to tell off Jacob Ramsey for not pressing properly. Yeah. Um, woof, Jim, here we go. Yeah, Unai Emery's first game in charge, <clears throat> taking 
you know, taking charge of a struggling team with a with a squad that's better than that we've seen from it so far, with a big name coming to town. This is going to be the dictionary definition mm. of pragmatism. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it, that's just how Emery operates, isn't it? Yeah. It's just really, really straightforward. <clears throat> be uh, kind of play to the percentages, but in a kind of quite sophisticated way, I suppose. And I, I think that, um, it's going to be, I suppose, damage control in a sense, isn't it? Because he's he's got to work out how his players are going to respond to his methods, what their strengths are. Mm. And, um, you know, maybe they'll, he'll prove me wrong and they'll run out, win, run out 3-0. But I, I think this is going to be a very, uh, essentially like an exercise in security. And will, he, and will he struggle because Villa aren't in the Europa League? So will he be like a, a Unai Emery out of Europa League? I would League? argue that Villa are in the Europa League. Right. We just haven't got to that bit yet. Because that, <laughs> yeah. that is how Emery just operates. The inevitability. Of is it all. a bit like, you know, when you can buy a house and then take on a title? <clears throat> You know, like, yeah. did you see he bought a house and he was... Oh, he was you get Lord of the Manor of Frodsham, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was it, yeah. So Can we you... fox hunt on your grounds? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but the, so if, a, yeah, when a team hires Unai Emery, they get Europa League football, don't they? Yeah. That's how, that's how <laughs> yeah, it works. It yeah, that, that yeah. would make sense. Okay, well, I'm liking, liking that. Okay. Well, it will be intriguing to see what Emery does and will they get the new manager bounce. They did under Aaron Danks. They did. Very much for one game and then... Back yeah. to normal. I mean, I said before, like I think it's a fantastic appointment for Villa, and he, he, I, mm-hmm. I imagine he's going to improve them a lot and probably quite quickly. And this is an interesting test, isn't it? Having Man United come to town, mm-hmm. yeah. I just hope for Emery that he doesn't. Yeah, we, we, when you were talking about you know strikers earlier for England trying to sort of really prove themselves, you know, he he wanted to come back to the Premier League. He he left you know a decent post. That they were doing all right um, for Villarreal. Andy, would it be fair to say that? that he does want to show people in England what he can do because he was quite derided when he was here. Yeah, I mean, he said that it's the challenge of Villa rather than the challenge of the, the Premier League that's made him come back. Right, okay. I, You're not sure. I would take that with a pinch of salt because I, I think everyone who sees themselves as a top coach wants to be in the Premier League at yeah. the moment because you can compete with the absolute best coaches. But going back to what Jim says... I totally agree because he's an authentic coach of players. What you were saying about the Jacob Ramsey thing, that sort of attention to mm. detail, that's what Villa need. That is really mm. what Villa need. I don't feel like Villa need to go and buy five or six sure, players in no. January. It's a great yeah. squad there already, isn't there? Yeah. There's, there's, be... there's loads of potential and they're all massively underperforming. It's an oven-ready squad, yeah. Andy. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, on Saturday at 3pm, a classic day and time for football, Manchester City will host Fulham. Will Manchester City ever catch Arsenal, Jim? Well, you know, it's a big ask for them, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, hosting Metro and trying to catch Arsenal. Yeah. So, like a little yeah. city, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know. That is that is an interesting thing about this, I think. And I suppose this pertains more to Arsenal. Um, but at some point this season, they're going to feel like they're being chased. And at the moment, it's been a bit too early where they mm. can probably rest more on the cliche of taking each game as it comes. I know what you mean. Because especially given uh, both teams are through to the last stage of their European competitions as well, there'll be a consistent theme where Man City will play before Arsenal. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. provided there's no like more than three point gap, they're going to be swapping back and forth. And mm. right now it feels like they're not, no one, you don't need to pay attention to it, but come to the end, mm. well, you know, come after the World Cup when everyone is focused towards May, I think it's going to be a mentality that Man City will just be better at or, yeah. or rather have are more will, seasoned with. Yeah. It will suit them as well. And also yeah. because the amount of games coming thick and fast, you can eat up a points lead so quickly. Yeah. And they're so good at that. They're so efficient at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When, you can, when the finish line is starting to be mentioned, then the jitters come in. Um, Pep Guardiola said Erling Haaland will hopefully 
be fit again for fit again for this one, having missed obviously City's last two games with an ankle injury. If he does play, that will be good news for for fantasy football players, of course, because everyone has or at least should have him as captain. Um, interesting. I'm not sure this is good news for tourism though um, in Sweden because there's a Swedish coastal province of Harland, um, which is spelt H A double L. A-N-D, so ever so slightly different. Um, and they've urged fans not to confuse its name with Erling Haaland. Uh, Visit Haaland, the place, director Jimmy Sandberg, has suggested that is a real issue for tourism in the area. He said, we are Haaland. He is Haaland. The popularity of the football phenomenon is completely suffocating our online presence. <laughs> to our despair, we now see that all our efforts promoting Haaland no, I'm not sure if I've done a service here, are rapidly being wiped away. If nothing is done, we fear our dear region is at risk of becoming a forgotten Atlantis, a place only known in stories and ancient scriptures. <laughs> See, for me, it seems like the other way around, because until this story, I'd never heard of yeah, it. Yeah, Jimmy exactly. Sandberg needs every PR award going. I think <laughs> he's turned this into a global story. Yeah, I think he knows what he's doing. And he's doing it very well. Very Let's well. appreciate it. Yes, once again, well played, and Jimmy. And maybe hire him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. In the build-up to this game, Marco Silva, Fulham manager, said it is unfair for me to compare when asked about Mitrovic. Exactly. It's but it's, not, unfa- it's not unfair for you. One scored 50 international goals. The other one hasn't. <laughs> So there's your comparison, everybody. One's playing at the World Cup. The other one hasn't (laughs) or will not. Uh, But it will be intriguing when, uh, if Haaland does play, the two uh, top strikers in the league, one could argue, will go head to head. Um, We shall see how that happens. Gentlemen, I want to talk about the FA Cup first round briefly, if I may. It's uh, it's the first round of the FA Cup proper this weekend, which is very very exciting, and it shows you what uh, what stage uh, where where we are in the calendar. Yeah, all this World Cup talk can be confusing. Let's just bring us all back down to earth with a bit of uh, FA Cup first round chat. Non-league Colville Town have drawn Charlton Athletic which is a glamour tie for them, of course. Their striker, Ashley Chambers, has said that they are buzzing about the draw. And on the game, Chambers said, we hope to fly under the radar because when you hear the name Colville, people don't quite know where it is in the country. It sounds like, do you remember on Pro Evo, never called it Pez personally, but on Pro Evo, they mm. didn't have all of the names of clubs. Yeah. So some of them would have names like that. And yeah. this sounds like Newcastle. Just on that. Yeah. I know what oh, you mean. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry to ruin it, uh, uh, Chambers, but it, it's in Leicestershire. Right. Yeah. Huh. Will that help them though? If you can't point them out on a map, does that help? Them? I was going to say, does that like, give them an edge? Who will we play? Jimmy Sandberg is the one to ask. He seems to think Charlton won't know where we are on the map. It's so basically, is he hoping that they go to the wrong place and Colville get a bye to the next round because yeah, Charlton never turned up? Maybe, or maybe like I don't know. When the Charlton players are out on the pitch, they don't know what angle where in this where they're going to appear. Oh yeah, from. Well, well, where's True North? Yeah, <laughs> footballers always do that. I think Charlton won't be worried about this. They'll be like, is it non-league side? Well, we should be okay. I kind of hope Charlton batter them now, actually. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found you. You're out now. Uh, you were on the pitch and we dealt with you. I don't give a damn. Oh, there we are. Right, everybody. It's now time for Betfair's popular bet builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders and you can add them to your bet slip in one handy tap. Every Friday on the preview show, we'll be building our own Ramble popular bet builder for a particular game happening each weekend. We'll keep a running tally through the season of who's pulling their weight and who's letting the side down. This weekend, it's Tottenham Hotspur versus Liverpool Sunday at 4.30. Jim, you're up first. What are you going for? I'm going to go for over 3.5 cards. Mm. I think it has the potential to get a bit tasty. 
Love that. Andy, what about you? Darwin Nunez to score or assist? Yes, he's, uh, he's he scored against Napoli, of course. He's so getting there, isn't he? he is he's getting, getting there. To score or assist Darwin Nunez. Uh, Vish, what about you? I want for both teams to score. Yes, no, yeah. no clean sheet here. No, I don't think so. It's going to be a bit of a messy game. Mm, I agree. OK, well, I've gone for first goal scorer Harry Kane. Harry Kane to exploit Liverpool's backline, get the first goal, get us up and running, uh, and we'll uh, and 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 we'll do the business for Tottenham. But of course, uh, over three and a half cards uh, for, for for Jim's selection. Darwin Nunes to score or assist any time, which Andy has suggested. Vish both teams to score first, and my selection is first goal scorer Harry Kane. So a five pound bet with Betfair on the uh, popular bet builder returns one hundred and twenty five pounds twenty one pence, and if we win, all of that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. We'll be back with another round of Betfair's Popular Bet Builder on the preview show next week. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 uh, to get involved. For more information on responsible gambling, head to BeGambleAware.org. Right, everybody, it's time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. Oh, but we do. It's time for Jack's Encyclopedia, everybody. Ho, oh, ho, 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 Here we go. It's back. It's a welcome return to Jack's Encyclopedia. Of course, last week, uh, Andy um, played with me and then beat me in, uh, in in Jim's game, so to speak, you dirty buggers. Um, right, enough of that crap. Uh, Jack's Encyclopedia, you know what you're doing here, uh, 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 gentlemen. I will give you a category, and all you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category, and we're going to keep on going round, giving answers, and if no one uh, can can give an answer, a correct answer, then you're out, of course. And if I think you're taking too long, I'll play my countdown clip, which is, of course, the Gary Neville orgasm. It's Torres oh! to give It's a long orgasm, though, isn't it? Very long orgasm. Uh, Now, no repetition, of course, of a previous answer. The last person standing uh, then gets the point. Uh, Three rounds. I do have a tiebreaker question in case you're all drawing at the end. So, gentlemen, are we ready? Ready. Excellent stuff. Andy Brassel, you're up first. Uh, The category... Which uh, ooh, it's it's uh, it's a doozy. Um, I forget whether that means good or not. Um, it doesn't matter. Category one: Tottenham Hotspur managers since the year two thousand. Andy Brassel, you're up. <sighs> Mauricio Pochettino. Jose Mourinho. Martin Yol. Nice to hear his name. Harry Redknapp. Andre Villas-Boash. One day Ramos. Very good start, gentlemen. Nunu. <laughs> I assume you mean it, Spirito Santo. Full names, please, Andy. That That is the, his footballing name. Full names, Andy. Okay. Buttons. Yes, Jim. <laughs> Ryan Mason. <laughs> yeah. You could have said Rye. I'd have given you it. <laughs> Tim. Come on. Oh, yes! <laughs> Come on. Tim Sherwood. He deserves his full name. Premier League winner. <clears throat> Has someone said Antonio Conte? Uh, they haven't. Would you like to say that? Yeah, Antonio Conte. <laughs> <laughs> so it's starting to get tricky now, isn't it's it? Since, to... since 2000, yes. was it? Um, George Graham? 
Love that. He Ooh. started in 98, but stayed in 2008. Gentlemen, this is very impressive, I have to say. There aren't many answers left. Jack Santini? Oh, well yes! Played. This is, I think this is one of the finest rounds of Jack's Encyclopedia we've had. Andy? Glenn Hoddle. Well played. Oh, bloody Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Do it to me again, aren't they? If you're going to lose, it should be on lack of knowledge about a team that you despise, I think. Think of all the people you've called a cunt over the years. <laughs> <laughs> the I was trying to think of the most tasteful, worst person I could think of. <laughs> but I just tied myself in knots. You've already said Jose Mourinho. Um, James Jim, Corden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, you've gone. Um, Vish, you need to, this to stay in, to, to put it back to Andy. But if you don't get this, Andy's got the point. Chris Hutton. It's Brassel's point. Gentlemen, that was a seriously impressive round of, of Jackson's Encyclopedia. The only two answers that were left were David Pleat, who was a caretaker, oh. and Clive Allen and Alex Inglethorpe, who were caretakers. Wow. That's oh. all you had left. Any of those. I, a round no. of applause. That was a fantastic... You've got 13 out of the 15 uh, uh, managers there. And I think maybe because Andy went first, that was it was his serve, so it was the advantage. But very <laughs> well played. Very, very impressive. Can um, we um, clip uh, the reaction of Brassel when I said Jack Santini... Why? Because I think I impressed Brassel by Brasseling him. Can, can yeah. I just say, I've got it in for Jim now because he took away from me the pleasure of saying, Andre Vilsch-Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> but you've said it now, Andy. Right, okay, everybody. Uh, category two, teams. Jim, you're up first. And then Vish and then Andy. Uh, teams that have been relegated from the Premier League and then been promoted straight back to the Premier League the following season. Okay. Norwich City. <laughs> <laughs> it was a safe one. Fulham. Yeah, another one. <laughs> Burnley. Well played. West Brom. Well played. Newcastle United. Ooh. Crystal Palace. Oh, this is quick fire stuff. West Ham United. Oh, that's a good one. Love that. This is great stuff. This is vintage Jack's game. Or Jack's encyclopedia, sorry. Don't let the sign down, Vish. <laughs> Don't make me press the button. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. Southampton? It's afraid not. That is not a correct answer. You're out. Andy. Fulham. I said Fulham. It's already been said. Did the you? point goes to Jim Campbell. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we're on the same point, were we? Yeah, you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it, you started. Then Vish and then Andy uh, did the right. repetition of that. Who else did we have? Uh, Birmingham City, Bolton, Charlton. Oh, fucking hell. Hull City, Leicester City, Manchester City, Middlesbrough, Nottingham Forest, Queen's Park <laughs> Rangers, Sunderland and Watford. Wow. There's a few guesses there. I was going to go yeah, Blackburn Rovers and I'm glad I didn't have to. There we are, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Q QPR, of course, your, uh, your team, Vish. Um, your 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 spirit animal. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear! Right, so uh, Jim's on one, Andy's on one, Vish is on zero. Vish, if you get this, you force the tiebreaker, which is a very very good tiebreaker. So um, I'm not behind you because I'm neutral, but maybe some people will. <laughs> uh, category three, category three, uh, and Vish, you're up first. Players that have played a first team game or more, of course for Manchester United and Manchester City post 
World War. <laughs> Second World War. Doesn't matter anyway, does it? You'll probably go for more recent ones. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Vish, players who have played for Manchester City and Manchester United <clears throat> since the war. Peter Schweichel. Good start. Andy Cole. Mm. Carlos Tevez. Of course. Owen Hargreaves. Lovely. Terry Cook. <laughs> Very well played. Mike Summerby. Man City through and through. Jim's out. Vish. Um. Did oh Dennis Law played? Yeah, famously, very, famously, very good. Yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Now I wouldn't deliberately get this wrong to make you happy, mm-hmm. Andy. Struggling there. The headline has been written. I can it's tell all from square. Marcus's it's face. It's all square. <laughs> and there's an obvious one as well, isn't there? Is there one we're missing? Uh, Peter Barnes, you might not have got that. Peter Beardsley. Huh. Wynn Davis, John Gidman, Andre Kanchelskis. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Brian Kidd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy McElroy and Mark Robbins. So tricky one there, gentlemen, hmm. but uh, but not 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 too shabby. So then, gentlemen, I'm delighted that we've got this tiebreaker. Um, Andy, you're up first. Players that started for England in Sven's first game in charge, which was of course a three nil win versus Spain in two thousand and one. I'm gutted that I'm not involved. Oh, in I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. Players that started for Svenigans England for the first time ever. Andy Brassel. I'm, I'm not even sure about this. David Beckham. Of course he did. David Seaman. <laughs> Jim Campbell's gone. Nicky Butt. Mainstay in the team early on, yeah. Steven Gerrard. <laughs> yours to win, Vish. This is yours to win. Yours to win. Fuck it, I might as well. I'm pretty sure Chris Powell played this game. Chris Powell, big shout, the Charlton man. Well played, Sam. Amazing. Very well played. Very good. Uh, You see? And I'll let the whole thing go, because you rarely get it. How about that? Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, as you said, uh, who said Nick Barnby? Someone say Nick Barnby? No, no. No. Sorry? Nicky Butt. Oh, you said said. Nicky Butt. Sorry, sorry. I'm getting getting my Nicky's mixed up. Yes. So other players were uh, Nicky Barnby. Uh, You mentioned Beckham, but uh, Sol Campbell, Andy Cole, Rhea Ferdinand, David James was in goal. Uh, Mm. Fizzer. (laughs) (laughs) Surprised didn't go for Michael Owen. Michael Owen Mm. and uh, and Paul Scholes was in there as well. So uh, Vitushin, Ehan Taraja wins everybody. How about that? It's weird because before beating one person at loose game was like, yeah, all right. Mm. And somehow beating two people makes it feel a bit less. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you still go in that line. Just enjoy it, you <laughs> knob. Um, uh, you're going to have Where's to... Where's Jimmy 2B now? I'll take your fucking graph. <laughs> That's you, a... you nerd. Oh, dear. Well, everybody, the... <laughs> Jimmy, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him, Jimmy. Uh, the keys are in the lock. You're staying behind, okay? <laughs> Everyone is free to run wild on the weekend, but you're going to have to stay behind I with me I brought my weekend eagle. It needs to go outside. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, everybody. Uh, Jim, would you recommend a song for everybody to, to drive them through into the weekend? Got anything? Yeah, raspberry Beret. There you it's, go. It's you see? Easy one to fall back on. I knew you were going to come up with the goods there. Andy, you're nodding. Yeah, but it, it's not. It's not. I, I love Prince as much as the next man, but it's not by Pitbull, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pitbull's always it. We've got Pitbull's in the bag. Right, That's safe, okay. Andy. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about that. We've all got that. Anyway, enough of the bollocks, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair, part of the Acast Creator Network. Of course, do not forget Lions Watch tomorrow morning. Uh, it's going to be a lovely listen, and we had a lovely time talking to Alexis. So, so get that on your Football Ramble feed, of course. Um, but until the next time, thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Raja. Sorry, one second. I'm just unmuting Jimmy 2B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.